Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Hey, so I'm at the beach and I'm on a little walk and I was thinking about every now and then I go back and read old business books to get new lessons that either, you know, I didn't know before or just, you know, things have changed. And so now I read the same message, but understand it differently. And so in The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, which I really, really recommend to anyone who is starting a business, any business, but it definitely applies to private practitioners. And in the book, they talk about how You know, sometimes people who are really good at what they do decide to start businesses because they want to do more of that. My name is Jenna Castro-Casbon. I am part of a group of private practitioners who have taken client care into our own hands. We are skilled clinicians who pride ourselves on providing high quality care to our clients and their families. We are fighting against productivity requirements, administrative red tape, and unnecessary restrictions. We started our own private practices to take control of our professional and personal lives, of our schedules, of our incomes, of our future. We work hard for our clients, but on our terms. We believe in helping others, but also helping ourselves. We are not interested in competing with each other because we hope we'll all make it. We are successful private practitioners, and these are our stories. In the book, they use an example of a woman who had, I don't remember, like, I don't know, some regular job, and she always liked to bake. And so she decided to quit her job and become a baker. But the problem was, is that once she did that, then in order to truly be a baker, she was doing, you know, cupcakes and cakes and whatnot, you have to bake all the time and you have to bake every day and the demand for your baked goods means that maybe you're in your kitchen baking for I don't know 10 hours a day or something and then the next day you have to be back in your kitchen you know baking again so what happened with her in the in the book was that you know she really you know gave herself another job and then she no longer really liked baking because baking became a job. It became something she had to do versus something she liked to do, which was her circumstance at the beginning of the story. So the parallel here is for speech therapists, there's a lot of really, really good speech pathologists out there who feel like their talents are being limited at their regular job. And, you know, due to, you know, high caseloads where they can't, you know, serve the the kids as much as they want to. Or a lot of times I, you know, hear these stories of people who do these great CEU courses 
this happens a lot in hospitals. People get certified in all these fancy uh, techniques and, you know, they go to the conference, they go to the training and they come back so excited to implement. And then the hospital they work for then doesn't follow up and get them the equipment or, you know, protocols or whatever it is that they need to actually implement what they learned. And so that whole experience is kind of down the drain. I know that happened to me um, with Lee Silverman voice treatment, right? I was all excited to go get certified and I did. And then my the rehab hospital I was working at at the time, we couldn't really do it there. So I ended up doing it privately with private clients for myself, which is how I got my start in private practice. And that's that ended up working out really, really well. But my point is, too, I want you to think about if you're a really good clinician, which I'm sure that you are, the same skills it takes to be a really good clinician are not necessarily, or I'm just going to say not, are not the same skills that you need to be a really good business person. And so that's where I come into play is I help speech pathologists who are, you know, good to great clinicians figure out how to start private practices that will not become like a new replacement job that then they're working crazy hours for. Again, you have to figure out how can you run a business that serves your life rather than you having to continue to serve the business. This is the trap that a lot of SLPs are in right now who feel stuck at their jobs. It's because they have a job that is controlling them, right? They say what hours you work. They have to approve vacation times. If you need to be out for some reason when your kid's sick or something, they, that may or may not be easy, right? You may have to have find additional coverage for yourself or do the weekends or something like that, right? But I want to help SLPs create private practices that work around their lives, right? The way that I teach people to do this in my program is to start at the very beginning. So this is one of the very first things that students in Start Your Private Practice go through is this exercise where they put their life on a weekly calendar first, and then they figure out when can they see clients around that life. It's really different than what happens for most people where work is put on the calendar first and family and the gym and other you know, social engagements, whatever, are put on the calendar second. So if you want help to create another job for yourself that isn't bound by a lot of those things, where you put your family first and put your, your new job of being a private practitioner around that, that is what I help students and start your private practice do. So if this is something that you want to be able to do, if you want to be sure not to replace one job that you're not satisfied with, with another job that you're not satisfied with, right? We don't, we don't want that. Otherwise, don't do private practice. That's not the point. 
the point of having your own business is to create something that will serve you and serve your family. So if that's what you want, if you've never thought of it that way and you're like, oh my gosh, Johnny, yes, then either send me a DM on Instagram at independent clinician or send me a private message on Facebook group, um, the SLP Private Practice Beginners, and let's talk about whether or not I can help you because chances are I can. And I just want you to be able to live the life that you've imagined as an SLP. And if you're not getting that now in your current setting, then let's talk about how we can create a new setting for you. Send me a DM at independent clinician on Instagram. Let's talk. Bye. Now that you've listened to the episode, I want to invite you to a free training. Do you have a business background? Most SLPs who go into private practice don't. You went to grad school, not business school. But here you are trying to start or grow a private practice. The good news is business skills can be learned and I want to help you make solid decisions on how to start and grow your private practice so you can serve your community and build a legacy while doing therapy on your own terms and your own time, and yes, make more money. I want to invite you to my free training specifically to help SLPs get the background information you need to know in order to be successful. There are two tracks, the start track and the grow track, because the needs of beginners and growth level private practitioners are very different. The trainings are short but thorough and can be consumed and put into action quickly. I want to teach you how to think, act, and behave like the private practitioner you are meant to be so that you can step into the vision you have for your private practice and your life. And the best part? These trainings are completely free. To register right now, simply visit independentclinician.com. Click start or grow and we can get started right now. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.